Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM. Sponsored by Virgin Mobile. We'll tell you when your phone is paid off. Virgin Mobile. Bring on amazing. Lads, understanding the gut is the new frontier in health, or is it? Channel 4's Know Your Shit has been on every Tuesday for weeks now, and the star dietitian of the show is Sophie Medlin, who is on the line. Sophie, how are you? How are you? Thank you. It's good to have you. Thanks for doing the show. Um, now, listen, listen to me. Good health. We talk, We hear it so often now. It is so important. I just want to play a little clip of you and your own take on it, uh, just for the listener. It's fundamental to everything that's going on in our body, right? Our poo has so many clues to everything else that's happening within our system, mental health, everything else. Okay, let's Google poo arranger. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, I didn't realise that our poo could tell us so much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the information that your bowel is giving you all the time is giving you loads of really great feedback on your health and what you've been in the top end and whether it likes it or not. And what is our microbiome and, and what does it do? Yeah, great question. So the microbiome is these billions of bacteria that live in our colon. So there's bacteria in there, there's yeast species, all kinds of different microbes, and they all interact within our colon doing all kinds of important jobs. So what we eat impacts which species thrive and which species are less available in there. And the really good ones, the ones that we think of as being probiotic bacteria, which people will have heard of, those good ones are releasing all kinds of really important chemicals all the time. So they release neurotransmitters, they produce serotonin, so our happy hormone. They interact with our immune system, telling us how much we need to react to something and how much we can manage to switch off our immune system. They control inflammation hugely and all kinds of amazing things. So essentially, you've got a sort of like a pharmacy of little microbes in your colon. And our job as humans is to look after that pharmacy so that it can do as much for our health as it possibly can. Okay. And look, is everybody different or is just the optimal diet to have a functional, healthy gut is a is just a, a balanced diet? Yeah, it's With a tricky. With bit of everything, yeah. Yeah, sure. It's tricky because some people who are listening about gut health and are interested in gut health might have a gut condition or they might have specific symptoms already. And if that's the case, of course, you need specific dietary guidelines and management from a dietitian, not just taking advice from a radio program. So it's really important that you go to a dietitian if you have gut health symptoms. But if you don't have gut health symptoms, but you're just interested in investing in your gut health, one of the most important things we can do is try to eat 30 different plants a week. And when we talk about plants, we're talking about fruits and vegetables, but also nuts and seeds and pulses and whole grains and all kinds of other different carbohydrate sources too so that's the sort of something to aim for is that real dietary variety in terms of plants in your diet because all of your colonic friends like to eat different things Mm. and also your bowel needs to be hydrated so you need to drink enough water and you need to manage your stress which has a really negative impact on our gut microbiome and our long-term gut health so those are kind of three things that we'd really encourage people to focus on for their general gut health okay and what about because it was mentioned on the show like the the average punter is kind of unaware of the importance of basic stuff like your sitting position on the toilet yeah absolutely so it's one of those things that obviously when you work in my profession I've been talking to people about their poo for about 15 years so for me it's kind of bread and butter stuff it's what I do every day but I forget sometimes that people just don't and have never been taught that actually when you sit on the toilet it's really important to have your feet up on something so that your rectum can open properly and let the poo out properly otherwise you can be straining you can get hemorrhoids and tears and all sorts of problems so getting your feet up on something and leaning back slightly is the optimal position for being able to pass a poo really comfortably and when people do 
that, we see a massive improvement in symptoms like constipation and that feeling of what we call incomplete evacuation, where you know there's still some more poos come out, but it's a bit stuck inside. Okay, let's talk about fibre for a second. I mean, we know the importance of fibre, but how important is it and how much should we be eating? Yeah, so fibre is super, super important. And we've it's kind of been sidelined a little bit as people have got focused on things like protein and other sort of more glamorous ends of the nutrition spectrum. Um, But fiber is really, really important for our gut microbiome, but also for our general bowel health. And we need to be eating about 30 grams of fiber a day. And on average, people eat about half as much as that. So it's really important that people have a little think about their fibre intake and try to focus on increasing it. And and great ways of increasing your fibre without having to massively change your diet is just to make sure you're having some kind of fruit or veg at every meal. So maybe it's grabbing an apple with your meal deal at lunchtime. You can um, snack on some nuts, for example, through the day is a really great way of adding fibre. And with evening meals, things like swapping a bit of mince that you, you know, minced beef, for example, with a few lentils or just adding some lentils into your minced dishes is a super easy way of adding more plant fiber that is going to do your body loads of favors. It also helps to keep you fuller for longer, helps to reduce your risk of diabetes and heart disease and all kinds of other great things. Can you have too much fiber in your diet? Because myself and Mr. Cormac Battle have this thing about all bran. And like we've had some situations where it has not been good. Like, can you overload on the on the fiber? Yeah, for sure. So any too much of anything is not a good thing. Yeah. So eating so much all and so it's one particular type of fiber that it, what we call insoluble fiber. It's really difficult for your body to break it down. It can cause a lot of gas and discomfort, but it can also drag out important nutrients from your system. So it can drag out iron and stop you absorbing some other really important nutrients. So it is all about balance, but that's where the key of having 30 different plants a week is to try and really work out all the different sources of fiber that you could be including rather than focusing so heavily on one thing. What is a FODMAP diet and how often does it work? Yeah, so the low FODMAP diet is reducing what we call fermentable carbohydrates. And I would try and do what the acronym stands for, but I know I'll trip up because we're live on air. Um, (laughs) That stands for different sugar structures that appear in lots of different things. And FODMAPs turn up in places that you perhaps aren't expecting them, like wheat and some dairy type products. Also things like onions and garlic and apples and pears and lots of these foods that we consume really, really regularly. So when people have irritable bowel syndrome, so that affects about 20 percent of the population IBS. So it's a really high number of people. Um, When people have irritable bowel syndrome, they can be really sensitive to these FODMAPs and they ferment in their bowel and cause wind and bloating and diarrhea or constipation or a mix of the two. And that can obviously be really distressing for people and cause all kinds of trouble. But really amazingly, the low FODMAP diet has something around an 80 percent success rate. But that's mostly when it's done with the support of a dietitian. So trying to do it on your own is quite complicated. There's loads of food that you've got to cut out. And it's complicated for you. Okay. And it's also really important that you do a reintroduction phase. So it's a complicated diet and the support of a dietitian is really important to make it as effective as possible. But in general, 80% of people get results. Wow. Okay. Now, last night on the show, we met a woman who had lost three stone pole dancing but gained something well, she gained something less exciting. Here's a little clip. Can you tell me about what your farts smell like? Sulfur. Yeah. Eggs, you know, that smell will stay in the house for doesn't matter how many windows you open. It's stuck in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie, what's going on there? So so that patient in particular um, has been, was, had 
sorry, she had improved her diet in many, many ways. But mm. what, one of the things she'd done as part of her fitness regime was to increase taking some pr- some protein supplements. And what I, we think had happened is she kind of reached her threshold of how much dairy she could really tolerate. And that was pushing her over the edge and meaning that she was fermenting a lot of uh, a lot of that lactose that she was taking in that extra lactose. And she has a predominance of sulfur producing bacteria in her colon. And so by starving them off a little bit, we can manage that symptom and the gas gets much better and everyone's sorted out. Okay, okay, fair play. Uh, I love talking about this stuff. Uh, You have some really good phrases that make it a a bit less gross. What is a complete and spontaneous evacuation? That is when you go, oh, I need a poo. And then you go for a poo and you empty your bowel completely and you feel great and you walk away afterwards. Oh, yeah, (laughs) they're the best. Um, Uh And what is the importance of transit time? Yeah, so transit time is how long it takes from something that you've eaten. So you put something in your mouth and how long it takes to then come out your bottom as poo. And we want to kind of keep that transit time, not necessarily super short, but somewhere around the 20 to 30 hour mark. But some people will have a really fast transit time because they've got diarrhea and some people have a really slow transit time because they're constipated. So it's really a useful thing to have a look at in yourself and make sure that you're on the healthy end of that spectrum. And you can use marker foods like sweet corn and beetroot and things like that, things that come out in your poo and you see them. That's a good way of measuring your transit time yourself. Or on the show with one of the participants, we did a blue muffin test where you eat a muffin that's full of blue food colouring. And when you go for a poo, you do a blue poo. And that's how you measure how long your transit time is. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just uh, just going to guesstimate it. Um, Can I ask you for your opinion on colonic irrigation? I hear hear a lot of people going for it as a way of clearing them out. Uh, A lot of positive feedback I've gotten, but are there pros and cons? Would you recommend it? No, never. So there's only cons to colonic irrigation. People might short term feel a bit better. But what's happening is they're flushing out loads of those that good bacteria we've talked about. So that microbiome, which is so important for our long and short term health. They're also there's a high risk of bowel perforation. So lots of the people who go for colonic irrigation are going because they're struggling with their bowel symptoms. But actually what's going on with their bowel might be something that's at risk of perforating or causing more problems if you if you put the colon under pressure like that. So for it, for many, many reasons, it's a very dangerous thing to do. And we certainly don't advise it in clinical practice or use it in any way um, as a tool to support people's bowel health. Wow. Oh, my God. I've completely done a U-turn. I'm wanting to have one now just after speaking Good. to you. <laughs> so if people want so it just go back to the 30 different plants, maybe a cleaner diet. And yeah, I've done a poo turn. Thank you, Etna, for that. Etna, my producer, just said I've done a poo turn. Um, So just instead of going down that route, maybe just focus on diet. And if you want to focus on just generally having good, good health is which something I want to do. The 30 different plants is essentially, you would say, you know, in a in a week, is it or a month? Great. Yeah, 30 different plants a week. So just making sure that at each meal, having a few different plants in that meal. And again, that's not just fruits and vegetables. That includes nuts and whole grains and, you know, different. So if you're having a mixed bowl of cereal in the morning, for example, with multigrain in it, then that's a good thing to be doing. So it's about having as many as much variety of plant matter in your diet as possible. And again, that doesn't mean not eating meat. It doesn't mean not eating other things it's just about trying to focus on the plants as being the center of it and we also encourage people to try like fermented foods things like kefir and sauerkraut that kind of stuff is great for your gut health so 
there's lots of things that you can do. And the nice thing about focusing on your gut health is it's all about adding things in rather than taking things away. So as a way of looking after your health, it's a really nice thing to focus on without it being kind of restrictive or making you worry too much about your weight and that kind of stuff. Amazing. Sophie, an absolute pleasure. If people want to follow you online, where can they go? I'm at Sophie Dietitian everywhere. You should be able to find me. Yep. And my clinic is citydietitians.co.uk and you can be seen online if you want to. Deadly. Listen, thank you so much for taking the call. That is Sophie Medlin and you can catch Know Your Shit on Channel 4 next Tuesday. What a great name for a show. Come on. 8pm or you can see all the episodes online at the brilliant All 4. Uh, we're going to be back right after this. Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM.